Last fall, Anthony Spaniola discovered a white foam had washed up on the shore of his family's cottage on Van Etten Lake in Oscoda. It's something that would probably attract a child because it's, you know, it's unusual and it's kind of sticky and it piles up and it's a little bit sudsy looking. Spaniola knew exactly what that funny looking foam was, a byproduct of firefighting spray that had soaked into the ground at the decommissioned Wurtsmith Air Force Base. The base is just across the lake from Spaniola's place. Maybe it wasn't quite panic, but it was a, a feeling of dread. That fire retardant contains chemicals known as polyfluorical substances, or PFAS. Spaniola, a commercial lawyer, knew the potential risks and health implications of the foam sitting on his lawn. He began researching the toxic effects of PFAS two years ago when he first heard it was leaching into the groundwater in Oscoda. The information has pretty much been suppressed. You know, the important information has been suppressed and and downplayed. Uh, and so you really have to be on guard and on the alert to find out what's really going on. PFAS chemicals are in many common and household products, nonstick cookware, water repellent clothing, and some paints and food containers. PFAS were developed by 3M and DuPont decades ago and made products more efficient. That was the case with the Hush Puppies manufactured in Rockford, Michigan. The leather shoes were waterproofed with Scotchgard, which contains PFAS that leached into the ground at the dumping sites for manufacturer Wolverine Worldwide. Wolverine, DuPont, and 3M all knew the chemicals were harmful far before the public. Nick Schreck with the Environmental Law Clinic at Wayne State University says, if you look back in history, it was common for manufacturers to dispose of chemicals with little thought of long-term ramifications. Back pre-environmental laws, so think pre-1970s, you may have had chemicals that were just dumped out back, you know, behind the factory. I mean, this was a pretty common occurrence where disposing of chemicals happened that way. And now we know because of these, these PFAS family of chemicals are very persistent in the environment, meaning they don't break down. I mean, they're there for a very, very long time. And so they just accumulate. So if there's, if there's even just a little bit that was spilled on the ground one week and then a little bit a month later, they would accumulate over time in that groundwater plume uh, below the soil. When these toxins accumulate in the groundwater, they pose a threat to drinking water. And ingesting PFAS has been linked to serious health outcomes, including certain types of cancer, developmental issues in children, and damage to the liver and kidneys. So the EPA has actually set um, what they call a lifetime health advisory level for PFAS in drinking water. And that's at 70 parts per trillion. 70 parts per trillion. That's about 70 grains of sand in an Olympic-sized swimming pool. But studies find probable adverse health effects at levels of 50 parts per trillion. And research continues on thresholds even lower than that. In January of this year, the state of Michigan followed the EPA's lead and made 70 parts per trillion the legal threshold for groundwater contamination. And so when that determination came out from EPA, um, I think that that led to a lot more concern and, and study because what I've heard from the Michigan Department of Environmental Quality is that where they are testing for PFAS, they're finding it. That includes in Rockford with hush puppies, in Oscoda with the Air Force Base, and in sites throughout the state, Ann Arbor, Mount Clemens, Flint, Lansing, and several other communities. Humans are really good at coming up with new chemicals. We have a lot of smart, clever scientists out there that are coming up with the new amazing treatment that keeps my, my socks from uh, getting wet when I walk through the grass. You know, they're, they're, we're, we're always coming up with new and interesting chemicals to solve what we perceive to be 
uh, problems. The issue is that oftentimes the commercial development of these products is far ahead of the regulation. The groundwater is contaminated. The wells for a number of families have been affected. That's Congressman Dan Kildee. He's a Democrat who represents the community of Oscoda and also the city of Flint, which dealt with its own water crisis over the past few years. It's a reminder that none of, a, none of us can take uh, drinking water for granted. Uh, it's not just safe no matter what. There's a real issue there. Kildee says there are currently no viable solutions to completely clean PFAS-contaminated sites. The scale of cleaning up entire contaminated communities is beyond the scope of widely used technology. Research shows household filters can clean PFAS-contaminated drinking water, but it's unclear what would be done to clean the water for an entire city or lake system. Kildee says the cost of preventing Flint's water crisis would have been a fraction of the cost of fixing the lead-contaminated system, and that should be a lesson for cleaning up PFAS. It is right that it's really going to be expensive to do this right. It, there's no question about it. But we know for sure that it will be far more expensive to not do it. And so I think we just have to have an honest conversation in this country about water. Anthony Spaniola says some of his neighbors in Oscoda have begun to despair as they realize government officials at the state and federal levels aren't moving quickly to clean up their water. You know, it is Trump country there, so there's some skepticism about government, but they, you know, they view life and, and, and the world as, you know, you do the right thing and the right things happen to you and, and that's the way things go. My, and I think my neighbors initially thought I was a little crazy, but once the information was verified and got out there, people have started going, well, wait a second. You know, we've, we've been sitting back here assuming the best, and it's gotten us nowhere. And so now we need to act. The state has warned Oscoda residents not to eat fish from the Osable River that winds along the southern ridge of the old Air Force Base and into Lake Huron. The school in town has PFAS-contaminated drinking water. And that sticky foam that washed up on Spaniola's lakeside lawn, it's been seen in numerous locations on Van Etten Lake, floating, frothy islands rich with PFAS chemicals. I'm Laura Weber-Davis, WDET News.